Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Paul Fontaine, we just saw the kickoff to the road to WrestleMania and chaos ensued so much so that I think the internet thinks that WWE screwed up here. What was your, uh, well, we'll go through the whole press conference. I have all notes. I took notes on it's on fightgamemedia.com. Give me your first impression of everything that they threw at us earlier this evening. Um, like in terms of where it's going or just in general? Just, what did you think of the whole event? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of cool. Like it was, you know, it made, um, it, it sure made like this feel like, you know, like the biggest wrestling event in a long time. You know, like just Vegas and all the pomp and circumstance and, you know, and, and they had like the, you know, normally I skip those pre-show panel things like what they did, but I actually watched this one because they had interesting people on there that I was interested in what they had to say. Um, and yeah, just like I watched it an hour, you know, like I watched it on delay cause I didn't know, like, is there going to be a ton of stuff I need to skip and everything. And there was like hardly anything to skip in my mind anyways, you know um, I just thought it was like a really, really good kickoff. And if they're happy with how this went off, I hope they do something like this every year, honestly. So, okay. Was it, was what, was what they did on your radar in any way? Uh, what, what do you mean by like on my radar? Like in terms of like, did you think the rock was going to slap the taste out oh, of Cody oh. Rhodes's mouth? No, no, no. I mean, it kind of, as it was going on, it felt like that's where it was going, it was heading, but certainly like going in. Okay. So going in, I just figured, ah, you know what? We're just going to get them all out there. Like I kind of figured like how the beginning went was up until Seth. I figured everything was pretty much by the book. It was good. It was really good. You know, like I was like, why is Bianca there? You know, and, and like, so she did some stuff and then, you know, like the, well, she was, she was there because they have the TV show. That's why she was. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of WrestleMania, Rhea, Becky, like we got, you know, the, the, the shot of them together and, and we got the pull apart and everything. So that was good. 
and then you know and then seth and then that's where it kind of started to i mean it felt like it was going off the rails even though i i'm pretty sure now that everything that happened was exactly how it was supposed to happen <laughs> like you, I you weren't you weren't thrown anything... off by triple h saying people went into business for themselves tonight <laughs> no no <laughs> although i will say cm punk uh saying you know like uh when when people have problems they need to settle it with a fist to the face i was like oh man he's been waiting to say that you know and and it was like they just gave him a reason to um yes. you know it was that was great um you know and and I, i'm sure he was just he couldn't contain his glee okay <laughs> i i was uh i was really surprised at where they went for this thing okay yeah uh, I, I did not it, it feels like a tease for a tag team match is, is what it came yes. down to. Yeah. Now we know that it's not just going to be a tag team match. So whether or not it is, you know, one night Cody and Roman and the next night tag team match, what it tells me, at least what they did, and we'll, we'll get to it in a second is that uh, the, one of the main focuses of this WrestleMania is going to be triple H against the rock in a battle of who's the more powerful mm. person in WWE or something. And so we'll, we'll talk about that. But the reason why I, I'm a little bit worried about that is because, uh, do you remember WrestleMania 16? The rock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the four McMahons, the rock beats the big show in the Royal rumble. He actually screws up and, and, gets, yeah. and he eliminates himself, but they don't, they just don't bother with it. And he actually wins, beats the big show. And it turns into a four way because they wanted all the McMahons to be in the main event. Yeah. And ultimately, it was disappointing creatively and a step down from the previous WrestleMania. Obviously, no Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and, and all that. But as I was watching this, my main concern was this side thing that looks to be happening with the rock and triple H it's almost like two old guys involved <laughs> it, like with the rock by himself with Roman, like there's a reason, but then you threw triple H in there. I was like, Oh, two old guys well, from the late nineties. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, it's not like they don't have a history, um, you know, and, and I, I'm hoping, and again, I don't know where this exactly where this is going, but I'm hoping like that sort of stuff is going to be more, like kind of as part of the lead up to it yes as opposed yes. to like something that's going to actually happen on screen you know like i don't think we're gonna have triple h in you know like cody's corner or anything no i don't I think hope so. not i don't think so yeah what i what i can foresee though is triple h has already started he tweeted out yes oh cody and roman is the main event that's what he tweeted out okay okay roman and the rock at the end of this show they said that Triple H needs to clean this up. Yeah. And that's when Triple H was also saying that, you know, guys are going into business for themselves. So it was a little bit like who's in charge here to me. Mm -hmm. And I could see The Rock wanting one thing, Triple H saying another thing, and there being steps involved in how we get there. And which tells me that The Rock is probably going to be on a lot of these TVs as well. And Triple H is going to have to be on these TVs as well as characters. Yeah. 
that's what that end uh, led me to believe. But let's let's actually go through. I'll go through it quickly because this was a long press conference. This thing went on. Yeah, I was after. I was worried. I didn't. I recorded on my PVR and I was worried. Oh, I hope I recorded long enough. But yeah. So I, I got it all. Uh, the hosts were Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, Big E, and CM Punk. CM Punk was uh, dressed uh, very nicely. He was dressed better than uh, some of the main eventers on this <laughs> in, in this thing. Okay, so uh, they were trying. They, the intro was about setting the tone. Uh, Big E was on the Cody side of things, obviously. We know they have a, a relationship somewhat as well. Uh, and Punk was talking about, you know, the bringing in someone like The Rock into the mix. He kind of compared The Rock to Tom Brady in this weird way that I'm not sure he actually understood himself. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think he's a giant football fan. He was trying to make it make sense because Pat McAfee was there. Is he saying like this, like you were going to pull uh, Brock Purdy and sign Tom Brady and put him in the Super Bowl? I think that's what he was saying. He said something like, you have your NFC quarterbacks getting yourself to the big game, and then you have Tom Brady waiting. Like that yeah, actually functionally can't happen unless Tom Brady is on yeah. a roster. But I, yeah, but I, that's what he was kind of saying. And you know what? He's not that, he's actually not that far off from the truth because, you know, Brock Purdy got hurt at the end of the last season. And the mm-hmm. Niners made a call to one Tom Brady because they didn't know if Purdy was going to be back mm-hmm. this year. So he wasn't that far off, but I don't think he really understood what he was actually talking about. <laughs> um, all right. So Byron Saxton talked to Paul Heyman about Roman Reigns' mood, and Heyman did his normal spooky, you know, trying to freak out Saxton. Uh, they announced something called WWE Speed, and they announced a partnership with x aka twitter they're gonna be five minute matches and it tells me that they don't actually have they couldn't find a broadcast partner for this so it's going on i ain't watching that it reminds me of the facebook thing remember the mixed match facebook challenge that they also didn't have a broadcast deal for and so yeah that i don't know i I don't i can't imagine there's going to be a huge audience for they actually put that on tv in canada they they oh the mixed match challenge Yeah, yeah. So I watched a bit of that, but I ain't watching this. All right. Michael Cole introduces Triple H. Triple H starts talking about the history of the first WrestleMania. He mentions the main event of the first ever WrestleMania was a tag team match with Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and Rowdy Roddy Piper against Hogan and Mr. T. He talked about WWE's ascension in uh, closed circuit TV, pay-per-view, streaming, Netflix. He called it a new era in an all-new WWE. Bianca came out, like you said. She didn't really have a lot to say, but you know she's, she's one of their bigger stars. She's got to plug her TV show. She mentioned the history of uh, facing Sasha Banks at WrestleMania 37. She did say the name Sasha Banks. And also mm-hmm. uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, Rhea Ripley came out. She said it didn't surprise her that Bailey would turn on her friends and challenge Io, even though she called her Io Shirai. Instead of Rhea, because she doesn't want to lose. Uh, once she's done dealing with Nia Jax, she'll be ready for whoever wins the chamber. Becky's music interrupted her. They did a face-off. Becky was wearing giant heels because she was eye-to-eye with Rhea in this thing. And then Adam Pierce broke it off, uh, broke it up. Seth came out, dressed to the nines like only Seth Rollins can be. <laughs> He started to talk and he started to mention Cody Rhodes. And before he could even really get anything out, Roman Reigns' music started to play. Now, 
Everybody knows Roman Reigns has a extremely long entrance, right? That music has got to play and play and play and play and play. Here, he didn't have to walk very far, but that music kept playing and playing and playing. I was like, oh my God. Where's my fast forward button on this? That's, live that's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he starts talking about Roman starts talking about Cody as someone who hesitates and cannot make a decision. He said, it's no longer Cody's decision. It's his. And he's choosing who faces him at WrestleMania. And that person is the rock. The rocks music played. The rock came out to a mixed reaction, but I would say it was more booze than cheers to this yeah. uh, Las Vegas audience. But it was loud. Like, was everyone loud. in that building reacted. They wanted to catcall him as much as humanly yeah. possible as well. So Rock was on Pat McAfee's show earlier today, and he did not lean into the heel stuff. He, was, he, he did a little bit of his heel character because he was making fun of the Cody fans, not the not the Cody fans who believe in Cody and who are real fans of Cody's. He was kind of making fun of, like, the old stereotype of like the booger eaters kind of, he was like, you know, the guys who are on their computer and wanting to tweet and their son comes over and they says, Hey dad, you know, let's go throw the football. And they're like, no, I gotta, I gotta complain about some wrestling angle. <laughs> and he did like a couple of them. And the last one was about the wife wanting to have sex with the guy. And the guy turns down the sex because he wants to tweet about wrestling so oh, he leaned into like some really bad stereotypes. I thought that was interesting, but that those are those are the fans that he called the Cody crybabies. So he actually uh, yeah. used that term on this press conference, but he had he had actually used it on on McAfee's show earlier. So The Rock does this long spiel, but he's got to wait because the crowd is just just so loud. He asked the fans if they thought Roman would beat him at WrestleMania. The fans started to chant, we want Cody. But there was a small contingent of fans who did respond with Cody sucks. I think they were just playing the game. He welcomed the fans, the media, and the Cody crybabies. And then he got the what chance. And then he showed a large graphic on that giant screen of the actual bloodline, a.k.a. the Samoan Dynasty family tree. The Rock said the biggest main event in the history of professional wrestling, and it's bound by blood. And he stuck his hand out to shake Roman's hand, and then they embraced. And that's when Cody came out. He basically cut them off and was like, this is BS. He <laughs> said he won the Royal Rumble, and he has made his decision. He wants Roman. Roman says he must be crazy and stupid. No one cares about him finishing the story. He's embarrassing his family. He's irrelevant just like his dad, and that got Cody's Whoa. attention. Remember when Cody said that he didn't really oh, want yeah. people to talk about his dad? <laughs> Cody said... I gasped when Roman would do that line. I'll tell you that. Cody looked at Roman directly and said, if your grandfather was here, be ashamed of you. And that is when Rock got mad. Yeah. So Rock didn't get mad at Roman for making fun of Dusty, but Rock did get mad when, when Cody gave him the receipt. The Rock said, if you're talking about Roman's family, you're talking about my family, and now we have a problem. And then this dude slapped the taste out of Cody's <laughs> mouth. Seth was pissed. So was Cody. CM Punk was actually making fun of both guys, going like, 
Yep. You know, you guys got to be throwing punches there. What are you guys doing? Uh, I was kind of thinking the same thing because they're the baby faces. Uh, and then um, they cut to the host. They didn't really know what was going on. It was uh, quite comedic, I would say, for Michael Cole and Pat McAfee to go like, I'm not sure I know what's going on. Yeah. So then they cut right for the end. This thing ended. Triple H was in the back with Jackie Redman. And he stared down the rock who came over to him with Roman. And the way they shot this thing, the rock looked like the biggest human being possible. <laughs> like just walking yeah. by. It's like two feet taller than Triple H. <laughs> uh, and, he, and about 200 pounds heavier. Told him he needs to fix it. And he says, that's what happens when Cody talks about his family. Okay. So. I think right when this thing was over and our discord it's funny because we don't have the hardcore, hardcore WWE fans in our Discord except for Salty Scott and Keela a little bit. But Keela watches all the shows and, and Joe Gilbert. Like I was really hoping Joe Gilbert was in there because you know he's he's really mostly a WWE fan. But a lot of the people in there were just people who were like, Oh, I want to see what happens. And we are a heavy AEW Discord, which I think actually makes our Discord better because it's just more thoughtful and less like WWE spammy. Uh, but at the same time, they don't watch WWE weekly necessarily. They, they pop in. And that's kind of the thing about WWE, right? Is you pop in when the big shows happen. You can follow. You don't have to follow week to week if you don't want to. And so they were very negative on the thing. And I was just trying to stay down the middle, which I think some took to mean like that. I really loved this thing. Like, I thought it was really <laughs> great. And I don't I, I'm not judging it yet because I think it's a, a lot of story left to tell. And I think that's the goal really is you kind of got to get sucked in for for Raw and Smackdown if you really want to follow this thing closely. But when it was over, my initial thought was. OK, they are setting up a tag team match. Yeah, and I think Brian, Brian and Dave both tweeted the same thing. Oh, I didn't see that, but I texted Dave and uh, and I said, "Oh, it looks like a tag match, and then maybe a singles night, singles title match the next night." And he said, "Yep, that's what I think too." So, and then somehow, some way, we eventually get to Cody and Roman. You know, the other thing about this, and I don't know why this is that big of a deal, but it is a big deal to a lot of people. Is was this the actual story? Was this the story that people were trying to tell from the beginning? And I, I don't know for sure. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of clues that tell you that this is probably the broader story that they were trying to tell. And I think the problem is that they're trying to do a few things here. And they have this WrestleMania and, you know, Rock is locked in, right? He's on the board. Yep. So it's going to be about his schedule. So whether or not they eventually do a Rock and Roman match later this year or maybe at next year's WrestleMania, I think the setup is bound by blood rock and Roman are somehow affiliated. And then Roman who is the real heel and the rock is just trying to stick up for his family. So he's really kind of a baby face at the same time, but because he's facing off against the other baby faces, he's on the heel side. Eventually he's going to stick to his word and Roman is going to kind of heal on him. And that sets up whatever they have down the line. I also think, and this is what is really interesting because Seth Rollins comes across looking like uh, not a main eventer in this entire thing. No. 
And I wondered why. Some of it is he takes pot shots at Roman and Roman just gets him back like a little bit harder. And it so makes him look like he can't really respond to that. But the other thing is the fans don't see the connection really to the other three guys. Uh, sorry, to the other two guys on the other side. Yeah. Like, I always have seen the connection to Roman and Seth as like, oh, this is kind of like your, you know, your 20, whatever version of Rock and Triple H. But WWE, once this bloodline thing took off, I don't think that they've seen these guys necessarily as equal. It's like a one, it's a one and a two for sure. Well, they call each other brothers. So they, they want us to remember the shield. Yes. The other thing, though, is if Rock is doing this tag match, the ascension is not just for Cody. It is also for Seth because Seth is on this giant stage. So it's Seth, Roman, and Cody. Not really equals necessarily, but like the top guys, these are anointing. These are your top guys for, for this company. You are on stage with Rock, the bright, the bright lights. And so I think they have a lot of work to do with Seth, though. Not only is this dude hurting, but character-wise, he's also kind of left out a little bit. And I think Roman even called him second string or something like that. So I'm all for it because I think if you mm-hmm. do have The Rock for this small amount of time, you do want the spotlight shown on more than just Roman Reigns. And ultimately, I think this is the vehicle to get Cody to be the super baby face of all baby faces. And they're trying to utilize that. And The Rock is going like, hey, if I'm going to play ball... Like I'm gonna really sink my teeth into this thing, and let's go with the with the chants and stuff. And and so there there are some um, there are some things that need to be tied together that I want to ask you about. So I th- I think that I, I do think that this was probably the plan. And there's a some stuff that never quite made sense, you know, all along. Yes. And and I kept going back to, and we did the show last week on Saturday, you know, after the SmackDown and, you know, I thought they were heading to a triple threat. And the reason is, is because I didn't think rock can do a singles match mm-hmm. and it's possibly can't even do like a triple threat, you know, like, so if he does a tag match, he's going to be on the apron. Most of the time, he's going to come in for his hot tag. He's going to do his moves. And then, you know, they're going to do their finish. The other thing I've always wondered is Seth even going to be ready. Mm-hmm. And so really like this match is going to end up, if they do the tag match, it's going to end up being Cody versus Roman for most of it. Mm-hmm. And you'll have Seth come in for a few spots and you'll have um, uh, Rockman for a few spots. We've got two months. And I think this is where Drew's going to come in. I think Drew is going to help elevate Seth uh, through this whole thing in the lead up. And I do also think that it's possible that, you know, let's say Seth takes the fall and then maybe they do a cash in. And then that's how you get the the belt off of Seth. Uh, they could do that. Um, you know, or the other thing I could see is if they do, it depends when it had the placement of the two matches. If they do the the title match first, I could see in the tag match the next night, Rock ends up taking the fall and then Roman turns on him and Cody makes a save for Rock. I could see that. And then and then that way you have Roman raising Cody's hands at the end of the second night of WrestleMania. He's the champion. He won it on the first night. And then that, you know, takes you off into wherever you're going to go. Um, and again, in that scenario, Seth is kind of an afterthought. But maybe just putting him in this main event, which I'm sure they think is the biggest main event that they've ever done, um is a reward for seth 
you know, carrying the company for, you know, him and Cody for the last year. I think this um, dude's wrestling. I think this dude's going to be the workhorse of the whole thing. Well, that could be. And and so in, in, if you want to compare it to the first WrestleMania, that that makes him basically Paul Orndorff. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're reversing the heel face <laughs> dynamic, but, you know, Hogan is is Roman. Mr. T is is the rock. And uh, and then you've got on the other side, you've got Piper is Cody. And and so Seth is the workhorse that kind of keeps the whole thing together like Orndorff was in that match. Yeah, I know he's hurt, but I think if you keep him out of the ring from now until yeah. WrestleMania, he just rehabs the hell out of his knee. He's one not going to be 100 percent, but he's only yeah. got to work that one match. And like you said, I think also the key they kind of sort of have to get the belt off of him because why is he going yeah. to be involved in the tag team title match if he has that belt? That's an interesting scenario. Well, it's not a tag team title match. It's I mean, the, sorry, match. yeah, the tag yeah. team match. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Roman's in it too, right? Or whoever the champ is. So it's more of like a grudge match. And that's just like the first mania, right? The very first mania. No belts were on the line. Hogan was a champion. Um, you know, it was, it was, and, and Triple H bringing that up, uh, I think was um, a clue you know, um, to kind of set you up for, Hey, you know, the first mania was a tag match. This can be a tag match too. Maybe, you know, just me reading the tea leaves. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, and yeah, it's, I'm kind of glad, like I wasn't in that Discord discussion. And I will say as someone who is more of a WWE fan than most of the people in our Discord, sometimes it's frustrating talking to people that I know aren't watching it regularly and they're just giving their opinion off of, you know, the clips that they've seen or the social media. 
Um, and they want to bag on WWE because they they like AW and all that. So I, you know, I get all that, and I probably do the same thing on the other side, if I'm being <laughs> honest. You know, um, and but I mean, I do it in even fun, though you, know? you like, do a show on AEW. I love I'm AEW. I, I spend I spend more money on AEW than than anything. And Me you too. know, and if I was talking to a WWE fan, I'd probably bag on WWE a little bit. Yeah, it's just kind of what I like to do. But but you know, because you can pick apart both sides if you really really want. Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but but I thought this like I just thought it was a lot of fun and 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 it's interesting. We got a lot of questions coming out of it, and again, like it part part of our issue is trying to figure out where they're going without having all the pieces together. And and you know we had some pretty good ideas on Saturday of where we thought it was going, and we have some more today. And you know what? They got two months, so yes, whatever that is plan the other is. Thing. You know, yeah. you know, I th- I'm, I'm gonna blame Dave Meltzer for this. <laughs> Dave got people excited. By saying he thought the path would be transparent after this press conference, yeah. and it was not. It was ac- it was actually maybe even more chaotic than than people realize. Or the path he, wasn't the path wasn't sh- straight. Yeah. Didn't he uh, say the same thing uh, to you on Friday before SmackDown? Well, <laughs> well he's, we're gonna yeah, know he, he said after SmackDown we'll know where they're going, yeah. and yeah, you know, it's it, I, I think I think. That he that that just meant you'll know whether The Rock is involved or not. I oh think, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's really what that meant. But okay, so here's a question: okay. On Friday, Cody came out. He basically says he's not finishing the story at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. That was the line. And then he and The Rock had their little hug, whatever, and then he left. What is the they they didn't explain that very clearly. What I took was Cody heard the chance for him. He heard the rock say that there's only one dynasty in, in wrestling mm-hmm. and he got offended and he was like, okay, like I changed my mind. Not that he, you know, he didn't actually say I changed my mind, but he's like, I've made my I decision. Choose you. Yeah. And that this he he tweeted he tweeted this which is part of the problem because people use Twitter as if everyone <laughs> is on Twitter and we're not. I just I just saw it because someone had posted it in our Discord. Yeah, me too. Me too. So that I think is also a little bit of a sticking point with the fans who want to say that they're just creating this storyline out of their ass right now is because Cody did not connect those dots from Friday and with today. Well, I, you know, and I don't know when that tweet went out, if it was before or after Rock did McAfee, um, you know, so in storyline that could have affected a decision. Um, certainly the we want Cody chance ever since Saturday uh, at all the events could have affected his decision. The fact that it was t- trending on Twitter and I'm just talking character wise, you know, yeah. um, and and even, you know, and it could have even been that going into tonight, the character of Cody was all ready to pick up. And then, you know, Rock invoked his dad and 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 then I can't remember which whether it was Rock or Roman that said there's only one royal family. Yeah. In WWE, which is, you know, the opening line to Cody's song. Right. Um, you know, or is it more than one or only one? I, I, never, I was never quite sure. I don't know. Um, but I, you know, I know people who love that song so much. I do. I yeah. I talked to somebody who said when they need to feel good about themselves and they are inspired, they want to feel inspired. That is the song that they play. 
And I did wow. not even know this person was a wrestling fan, and they told this to me. And they didn't know that I do all of this other stuff. But for Not whatever me, I reason, like that, that I just, song I just like does. the song. So on, uh, I, I don't remember when I posted it. I'm sure people connected that. But I thought that that was going to be part of it, too, um, was yeah. the, this, this idea of the families uh, and Cody's, obviously. Now, it'd be great. If we had Dustin, <laughs> you know, to, to come oh, man. hang out, that would be if, so fantastic. If you could have Dustin instead of Seth, this would be so perfect. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, the other, some of the other thoughts that I had coming out of this is that that line that I won't finish the story at WrestleMania, without that line, you don't get the fans to start the We Want Cody stuff. Right. Exactly. So that line had to be there. And yep. now maybe. On Monday, he goes through what you just said. You know, I was I was yeah. ready to let The Rock do this. He wanted it so badly. He asked me. He said, you know, this was maybe his last chance. And so I was ready to, to allow him to do that, knowing that I'm going to get another opportunity. I believe in myself that much. But then when he dissed my family, I couldn't I couldn't take that anymore. Yeah. And maybe he does say that on Monday, though. My family and my fans. You know, though uh, I thought he was going to explain his decision uh, on this Monday on Ron, he didn't. They, no. didn't, they, they just kind of let we, it hang, we, and we had to get to this before he could say anything. And and that this is the other thing that you know when when you talk about whether it was it was pre planned. I mean, there's so many of these pieces that were in place already, even though we didn't know it. You know, like um, you know, like this, just the fact that they booked this building. I yes. mean, they you know they probably built booked this like a month ago, and they didn't book it you know, just to announce rock versus Roman, you know, when they were already going to have Cody win the Royal rumble, you know what I mean? Like it's, they, they had this idea and having the eyes of the media on there. That's another thing, you know, we, we should probably mention why did they have media there? <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. I asked filthy cause he was the F4W correspondent. I'm like, why was media there? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. You know why? No, they don't think very highly of them. Well, yeah, okay. But but I mean, they literally had no function. Okay. What what was their function though? <laughs> to spread the word about what was going on, to I guess. To tweet all the videos, yeah. right? Which is what which is what Tom did. So, yeah. I guess, yeah. And and, and that's how you did. that's how you kind of have to cover it because when I went to that AEW, the first ever AEW pre-sale ticket uh, po uh press conference, Dave and I went and I was like okay, what am I going to do? And I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to shoot video from my phone and get the video on the F4W Twitter account as fast as humanly possible, all of the angles, because I can't remember if that was televised. It may have been televised on YouTube uh, as well. But it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this well, giant when, thing. Remember when there was one where Denise Sacedo did that and she got to end up with like over 100,000 views? And then I think it was after that that AW just started filming it themselves because yes. like they were like, why are we going to give Denise all this? Well, well, yeah. 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 Denise is very smart. And yeah. so, you know, but that's what you do. Like that's how you cover it, right? Like you don't have to, uh, in some instances, you do want to talk to people. Like Dave and I got to talk to Cody. Uh, yep. Actually, no, we didn't get to talk to Cody. We talked to Tony, who said nothing and was just nervous the whole time. Uh, th he's much better at this now. 
Uh, and we got Kenny, who was awesome as always. But we saw Cody there. We, we I mean, we probably could have talked to him if we had the time. Um, I, I, I also know that when we did do that, when we had these interviews, the wrestling media, the uh, how should I say this? My nickname for this person is, is Rhino Satan, the Ryan Satins of the world. <laughs> He was very frustrated because he was doing the scrum thing. And that's how they wanted everyone to, to do it was with the scrum thing. And so we knew that we had Kenny and, and Tony at least. And so we didn't have to worry about the scrum. And Kenny was about to go to the scrum and he was supposed to follow Brandy. And he was like, eh, I don't even want to go. Let's go do the interview. So like, like there are, you know, I'm. it's quite possible that the right people did get to talk to others for, you know, for certain special interviews or whatever. But yeah, like I, if you are a part of the media, you went and you kind of feel like you're just part of the spectacle of it and that you weren't really there for, for media. But at the same time, you kind of just have to cover what you saw and you have to talk about it and you, ha you have to write about it and you have to tweet about it because that yeah. is kind of part of the deal. But yeah, there and I guess there's there. networking and stuff that goes on, you know, that you always like to do at these things too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the people that went didn't mind, you know, as long as uh, they didn't have to spend too much money to get there. Well, at, at some point you also want to make sure that the cost that it. Yes. Got you out there that you did, you did get something out of it. So, you know, as guy, people like, I, I know, I think, I believe Sean was there. People like yeah. Sean, like he's, he's going to, it it'll be worth his while just to be amongst all of all of those people. So I'm yeah, sure and he might, you know, he he might make, get some words with you know some of the talent and stuff, you know, after the thing's over and whatnot. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, okay, so all all of that being said, here is here is my thought on on where we're going. I have no idea. I, I really don't, and it's almost unwise of me to even say this on a show that is going to be archived. Because it's, I'm probably going to be so wrong. <laughs> but I think, now you had it the way that I would have reversed it, but I understand why you had Rock in the tag team on night two, because it's hard to believe that the Rock is going to be in a match that is not on night two. I'm assuming that's where you're going. Well, no. So my original thought was night one, and that's what I texted Dave. But as we were talking... I got the same feeling you just mentioned. Rock's kind of got to be in night two, so that and and then I also had the feeling that if if Rock gets pinned, you can do the Roman churn and Cody making the save at the end of the second WrestleMania. So you get both nights Cody on top. One night with the title, the next night saving the Rock. So that that's kind of why I would do it that way. You would also get two nights of Rock on that show if you do it that way. Right for a uh, hundred, you'll probably get two well, nights in both in both ways. Well, yeah, because he's probably in Ro Roman's corner on night one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See the and, way that and, I, and two nights way, of rock, two nights of rock, two nights of Roman, two nights of Cody. Yeah. The way that I would do it is now this may piss off a lot of people, and and this is why I, I'm sort of unsure about doing it this way. It just reminds me a little bit too much of you know when the McMahons are involved as the heels and they're kind of outshining everybody. But let's say Triple H and The Rock, they have a disagreement about what the actual main event of this show is. And Triple H is like, nope, we're going Cody and Roman as the main event. And The Rock is like, 
I'm the board of directors. I'm actually your, you know, I, I, I'm actually the boss, your boss's boss, or he could, he could say whatever he wants. Right. And so they actually have a bet. Like they try and do Mm. business and go, okay, well, here's what, here's what we're going to do. It's going to be Cody and Seth versus rock and Roman tag team match night one. If Cody wins, if Cody's team wins, Cody gets into the main event against Roman. And if you win, you get to face Roman in the bloodline match. That's what you guys want. Now, it's kind of silly because now they're buddies and then they're going to fight. Maybe there's like this this thing that they could do it that way. And the, the other thing that doesn't make sense out of what I'm saying is, what the hell does Seth get out of this, right? Right. Who- and the other thing is, why does Cody lose his shot? I guess, you know, losing the tag match, but that doesn't really seem fair. It doesn't seem fair, but it would be because Rock is being, yeah, he's puffing out his but, chest. Although I, I think when you're doing it that way, you're basically telling the fans, you know, Cody's winning night one. Like right. you know, it's and that's okay. You can do that. Yeah, the, the, you, you're um, you have a de facto main event, even maybe if you don't have a main event. Um, yeah. and then you have Cody and Roman, and the Rock goes, um. I'm also going to, by the way, Triple H, I didn't tell you about this, but I'm going to be the special guest referee in that match. And then what you get to is Solo and and Jimmy and uh, Paul Heyman and Roman just continually like doing their stuff and, and Rock getting pissed off and then Roman, you know, slapping him and just being like, you know, I'm the man, blah, 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 blah. And so then, like you said, the rock raises Cody's hand after Cody wins. And then he kind of de facto turns and then whatever, maybe at WrestleMania 41, then you have rock and Roman or, you know, night one of Netflix raw. Yeah. Whatever, whenever you want to do that match. So yeah. When rock wants to do that, there are a lot of holes in that idea that I haven't actually tied together to make sense, but I do think this is going to be, the rock versus triple H in sort of like the power struggle. And that is how we are going to get kind of the chaos of what we're going to get. Now, if they don't do that, I'm not sure why they did that last segment of the press conference. Uh, you know, why triple H is mad at all. Why, you know, he's the hosts even brought it up. I don't know if you caught that, but they said, I think it was McAfee said, Oh, this is kind of like triple H or rock was pulling rank. Cause yeah. he's basically triple H's boss. Right. And when he said, get this fixed, like they they muted half of what he said because he was Rock is a good actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rock came in like he was hot, yeah, and it really came off like a uh, uh, a boss telling his underling, "Get this taken care of. I don't got yeah. time for this shit." Yeah, you know, and and that's how Rock came off there, and and that was very interesting. And Triple Eight, the look in Triple H's face was you. Like <laughs> you're gonna do this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, I, I thought they were both really, really good in that segment. And Roman was, Roman was interesting too because Roman was like almost taken aback at the way Rock was acting. Like if you really looked at it, I thought he was subtly really good as well. Like he was, I think Roman came off like he wasn't even sure what was going on, but he didn't want to face Cody. <laughs> like yeah. that, no, that he, was pretty he, clear. He, He's trying to get he's trying to get back in Fast and Furious. There, he's like, yeah, yeah. This is his audition tape. He's like, look, see, see how I acted in that segment. I need to be in Fast and Furious. Yeah, okay. He was subtly good. We have a uh, 15 minutes because what I have to do right after this is I have to go record the Fight Game podcast with John the Rock. Yeah. 
So I'm glad I'm kind of fleshing out my thoughts here because uh, I'm going to have to talk about a lot of this again. Oh, yeah. And right. then on Friday, and then I got to do this again with Dave, but at least I'll have Dave's story about this. So I'll I'll get to kind of. That's going to be fun to read. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. I might even I might even read it tomorrow. I might not wait till Monday. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I think as long as uh, I'm pretty sure we're doing Wrestling Observer Radio. He doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't tell me until like the next morning if he's got stuff to do. But okay, so we have a few minutes left. Now, do you think the ultimate play here for Peacock for Endeavor? for Netflix, for SmackDown on USA, is to get as many of those... I, do we even call them lapsed fans anymore? Do, does, what, what do we call them now? Uh, I mean, I, I I know people hate the word casual, but we were talking about casual fans today in the Discord. Um, and I do think that this might attract a lot of casual fans, like people that are interested in wrestling but don't necessarily watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think those are the people they're trying to get. Because what you can do is if you're going to have The Rock and Triple H and you're, you're you're calling back to, you know, the year 1998, you're calling back to 99, you're calling back to 2000. You got Shawn Michaels on NXT. He can always <sighs> he can always put the chaps back on. Right. There's there's a an insidery little uh beef with with sean and the rock going back many many years ago that they could play off of uh, i don't imagine stone cold steve austin would be involved he's pretty smart about you know him making sure that he is the the number one ace uh, uh cody uh, get uh, brett right but i'm, I'm but what i'm saying yeah. is, is if you're going to use the rock and triple h do you yeah. lean in and remind people like oh like, yeah, you know, th- these are the guys that I used to watch. And then because this whole thing is about kind of like now showing your kids about, you know, yeah. what you used to watch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that whole thing. I don't I don't know if there's a playbook for that. I I don't know if that even helps. But I do wonder if the overall giant play for this thing is that, you know, you have Netflix coming. You know, you have, um, you know, all of these upcoming shows on on Peacock. You know that audience is is going to be a little bigger. Peacock is is one of the services that are growing, even though it is one of the smaller ones. And you have this one opportunity for The Rock to come back. You have that Vince McMahon stench that they're trying to quickly erase, though I don't know if that's going to go away because the Wall Street Journal and now Vice, they're, they're creating content constantly. They're digging, right? We know that they're digging. So I don't know that that there is that thing, especially with Triple H being involved in this story. Um, so I just wonder if this is a play really, really, really to get as many, many people as possible to watch WrestleMania and see if you can build. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't know if you can even do that today. There's just so many yeah. different things that we can watch and we can view. I don't know if watching 2024 WWE uh, as somebody who watched wrestling in 1999 is even doable, you know? Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's kind of like when, you know, when they did like the 90210 and they brought back some of the old characters for the new series or Degrassi when they did that, you know, it kind of feels like that a little bit, you know, so you watch with your kids and you're like, Oh yeah, he used to be the champion. Now he's the boss. Yeah. You know, and, and, and stuff like that. And everyone knows the rock. 
Um, you know, so it's like, how do you tie all this together? Um, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's obviously something to all that, I, I, I think, but, but, you know, ultimately, I mean, the goal is to get as many people watching as possible. Right. And, and then give them a reason to keep watching. Um, you know, and that's where, you know, like, I know I saw people like, oh, you know, you're making Cody the afterthought and all this. And it's like, man, I just, those people don't get it. Like coming out of this, he's a bigger star because he's been interacting with the rock because he's been interacting with Roman and because he's going to be carrying the company for the next year when Roman, you know, goes off and does five dates, you know, and the, and the rock shows up when his schedule allows, but Cody's going to be there every week. And so if the rock, you know, if Cody wins the biggest WrestleMania of all time and pins Roman with the rock in Roman's corner or the rock holding his hand, you know, whatever they do like that makes Cody the big the the big deal right and and so yeah that's um i i do i do like i think that's uh that's the goal and and you know so and then everything else is just kind of chess pieces you know but but main focus i do think it's interesting that they're making triple h a part of this and when you were talking there it just kind of got me thinking they must be pretty confident that he's going to come out of this clean you know, like the, this Vince stuff, because otherwise I don't think they would have them on camera as much as they are or as much as it seems like they will be. They also probably created this entire thing before the Vince McMahon stuff dropped, though. That's true. But but then if they're pivoting like people think they are, wouldn't they have pivoted away from Triple H? So, um, you know, or maybe I, I guess they still can. I mean, Rock could just fire him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in storyline, they've opened that door. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And then rock just says, ah, well, fine. You, you're fired and I'm in the match. <laughs> uh, so transferring heat says that Cody is yeah. advertised for SmackDown on Friday. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. transferring heat also said the media did get interviews, but the only two wrestling media members that got through was Sean and Denise and the rest were national hmm. media. I, I I didn't see any of that, so I'm taking transferring that, heat that must for their be, word. Yeah, maybe that was on on like on YouTube or something. Because I mean, the the Peacock Network broadcast ended. Yeah. So yeah, but that's that's interesting. Uh, okay, we got a couple more minutes left. Uh, the the TV as far as week to week. I, I imagine the ratings are going to still be strong for SmackDown. They're going to be strong for Raw. I do wonder ever so slightly if The Rock is going to be slightly overexposed here. Because he is so, he seems to be so involved in this thing. He looks like, like I said, he is like in, like he's all in. Does he get? A little like, do we see too much of him? Because I was thinking about this. So, so Raw is coming to San Jose in, uh, gosh, it'll be two weeks after Monday. And my buddy, Ben Cruz, who hosts uh, Wednesday Worldwide on the Ringer, he's like a giant fan of The Rock. He wore a uh, rock hat on a Warriors podcast that I did with him earlier today. Like, he's, he said, if Rock is there, man, like, I don't know how I'm not going to jump the guardrail. Like, that's how excited he is, right? <laughs> Yeah, and he's, he's close enough that he could. Right. And if we get those those sweet seats, then we're going to be right there. But I don't know if I want to see him on TV every week. But if if he's not on TV every week, are people disappointed? Is the paying crowd disappointed? Do you space some of these guys out? Yeah. You know, Cody's think- going to be on. Cody should be on most of them, right? But 
Roman's got to be on a lot too. He's got to be um, on a lot, but I, he's not. He hasn't been on many. So no. he, but he does. He should be on the. Mo- I mean, he's not going to be at Elimination Chamber, so maybe he doesn't care until post Elimination Chamber. Uh, Seth has got to be on, but I don't want to see that dude wrestling. I want him legitimately uh, healed as much as possible. And then, so then you're getting Gunther, you're getting Drew, you're getting maybe Damian Priest and and Rhea and Becky and Bianca and Bailey and EO and that storyline. I just wonder how you space this stuff out so that people don't get overconsumed with the rock because you still want him to be special well it's, it's interesting because all of his appearances so far I, I could be wrong but i think they've all been unadvertised so it'll be interesting to see what happens when they start advertising him you know and if they you know and if you do space it out and let's say you know let's say he does six tvs between now and wrestlemania those shows that that they advertise him for you know i mean obviously i think everything's gonna be sold out like from here to mania, like, you know, virtually sold out, you know, the way they do sellouts now, but, but I mean, they're going to be strong gates. I think that you put the rock on a TV show. And as long as you're not again, overexposing and putting him on like Ron Smackdown every week, you're probably going to spike those, those numbers on, on those weeks. And then on the off weeks, when he's not there, you're going to show recaps of it. You're going to have people talking about the rock. You might even have a taped thing from him, but you've got those, those live appearances from the rock. Um, are going to be special, I think, still. I think, and like I said, unless they're doing, I mean, even if they did it for two months, I don't know, man, it's The Rock. Like, I, 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 the, the closest thing I can think of is when he came back, there was one time, I think in like 2003, when he started to get a little long in the tooth, but um, he's so much better now, you know, like just, he's so much of a bigger star and he handles a crowd better and, uh, and he plays the crowd like, like a fiddle. <laughs> um, and I think back then he was just trying to still figure it out, you know? So, um, I, uh, I remember, I want to say, gosh, this had to be 2012 when he was building up one of the WrestleManias with John Cena. He actually got attacked by the shield on this show. And, and I remember this because, uh, one of the officers in the security guards was one Dave Dutra, uh, independent oh, yeah. wrestler back i i remember him and uh i forget the other guy's name but there's a story with dave about why he was in the spot and and the other person wasn't that that he tells and the re like i bought these tickets blind right not knowing if rock was going to be there i bought them for my kids for christmas and then as we got closer because i think the show i want to say the show's in january as we got closer to christmas then he was on the advertisement and I was like, okay, great. I'm, I'm glad that I got, I'm glad that he's there. But because if you're doing that, if you're buying these tickets because you think the rock is going to be there, but you don't know a little bit of a bummer if he's not there. So I think they should yeah. probably get it, get ahead of that stuff uh, to make yeah. sure um, that, you know, if you're, if you're, if you want to see the rock live one more time, like I, I, I honestly don't care if he's on the set, the San Jose show or not, but I know Ben really, really cares. And he's like, he's already <laughs> mad at me. Cause I said that, you know, he may not be on there. He's like, don't, don't put that out there. <laughs> so uh, that, you know, there are going to be some people and it's going to be loud. And uh, I think the, the response from the live crowd is going to be really interesting as we yes. go through this thing. So, cause the, the more it. he leans into the heel stuff, he might actually get cheered. Like yes. the crowd is so yes. weird. 
I know, and and weird. and Cody, especially, you know what, with Cody backing off and with Punk saying he should have thrown down. I mean, we've said this since Cody debuted that at some point the fans are going to turn on him, and they haven't and yet. That's, two years no, in, they have not. But that's the kind of thing where they might. You know, yeah. do you catch like Cody, CM Punk even made a, a comment about man buns, which <laughs> that wasn't yeah. he wearing a man bun? Yeah, like that was not veiled at all. It's yeah. just Congrats, Phil. So uh, according <laughs> to tra- transferring heat as yeah. well, he said, uh, actually, I don't know if transferring heat is male or female. Transferring heat said, according to Nick Hausman, WWE offered refunds to media members that didn't get into the press scrum area. So maybe there were more media. Folks I thought it was free than- to get in there. Or are they just, are they talking like refunds on your flight? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, like, that's weird. Yeah, it's um, unless yeah. unless they had a specific number of seats for media, oh, and then and everybody else was was fill in. I don't know what ref what the refund would be though. The, yeah, you're, cause yeah, because I remember you're like credentialed, you're credentialed. Yeah, and it was free, and it was free for the fans too. I think I thought. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's that's interesting though. Uh, all right, uh, we are done with another episode of Broken News. The thing I like about this show is that it's not scheduled and we just do it when something yeah. happens and and you are generally available after a specific time and you're kind of a night owl so this this definitely works so and i, I, I like that we get a lot of people watching and commenting that that's fun it's always more fun to do a show when you're doing that yeah so uh, all right thank you to paul fontaine uh, i am double g we will see you when we see you peace out Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.